0: Rated Mature Audiences Only. A viewer discretion is advised. Broadcasting from the Big Peach of
1: Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. All right, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Wednesday, Wednesday, uh, December twenty second, guys. Wow, this week is going so quick. Christmas is just a couple way, couple days away, right? Where's my wording? I'm so excited. I'm missing my wording, guys. Christmas is literally a couple days from now, so that means it's Wednesday, guys. You got three days to get your shit together. Get what you have to get, and that's that, because Christmas is right around the corner, guys, right around the corner. Today, we are going to have Chris Edgins, a property manager, guys, joining the show today. So, without being said, guys, welcome to today's show, Patriot Unfiltered Raw. All right, guys, we got on the show tonight. Uh, Chris Eggins is a uh, property manager joining the show. Uh, Welcome, Chris. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Um, I want to talk about, Chris, um, just what the hell is going on. And and, and by most, if if you feel that you have to get your words out there, please don't be afraid. Be unfiltered. Uh, This show is very unfiltered. do pay the the extra freight, so to speak, on the uh, on the exploit uh, uh, label on this podcast through Spotify, Google, and Apple. So feel free to uh, be very unfiltered. You know, show your patriotic view. What the hell is going on with this property shit right now? And 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 COVID, the COVID era. Do you see a positive change? Do you see what do you see? <laughs>
0: Concern is that uh, now with this new supposed variant that's coming around, is there maybe another shutdown? Uh, doing doing the property management on the commercial side, uh, I, it has its faults with this because now a lot of people can work remotely, so it almost it almost seems as if people don't need uh, office buildings, they don't need remote offices, or they just need a very small office to go to. My my biggest concern is that the commercial. I, I hope not that the commercial industry, the buildings, they're not going to be as needed as, they, as there are anymore. And, and we're finding that out more and more, that people aren't needing the big spaces that they need. They don't need the, look, like a thousand square feet or the two floors or three floors. People are saying, look, we can just work remotely or we can just, uh, one group can come in on Monday, another group can come in on Tuesday and vice versa. Most people can work at home. Right. I'm concerned that a lot of the property, the building, commercials, they're gonna. I, I again, I hope not, but I am concerned that. Why do I need a sp If I'm a, if I'm an owner of a business and I'm spending multitudes of money on a on a, a space here, why do I need to do it if hardly anybody's coming to the office? Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Those are <laughs>
1: you know this this whole year, Chris has 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 not made any sense. <laughs> I mean, the last right, two years, I mean, it's. You know, complete silence on, on this whole COVID crap, you know. It's like, uh, my next topic I wanted to get into was the infrastructure. I mean, I, mean, I can tell you, living in Atlanta, Georgia, I mean, we're, we're seeing a lot of infrastructure just in the city. We're seeing a lot of change. We're seeing a lot of, I mean, building after building going up. It's, it's crazy.
0: Oh, it's great to see the construction building going up. It's great to see. I, I saw Midtown Atlanta is now might be getting three more uh, high-rise buildings uh, coming into the uh, area. Up. That's great. It, my only concern again is is getting these devices from getting them from Savannah ports or the uh, San Diego ports. And so, are we going to be able to get the ports? Are we going to get all these parts ordered? Doing construction, this, this is surprising. Doing maintenance of building construction there are people who cannot even get certain types of paint because they can't either get it or they don't make it. And, it, and some people are even can't get the supplies. When you're doing a construction build-out for a tenant, a tenant coming in, some of these items they can't get for almost up to six months or longer. That's scary, too, I and mean, why... Why would I want to move into a space and I can't, it won't be ready for longer than what I want it when I want to? It gets scary about getting these items
1: as well. Paint what, exactly. Paint you know, you know. one of the biggest uh, uh, struggles that we were facing in this country, and we still are, supply chain crisis is, is very real, Chris. I mean, we're, we're seeing it every single day. You're talking about the ports there in Savannah. Um, if you've been following the uh, the great governor of Florida um, Ron DeSantis mega governor love him right saying you know trying to make it easier on the rest of the country you know we're having supply uh, excuse me we're having uh, port challenges off the coast of Georgia coastal Georgia by Savannah if those ports if those ships can't get to those ports come on over to Florida does that yep. change anything though Chris do you think it makes it more of a struggle you think?
0: The only thing is going to be uh, travel, so obviously gas is going to go up because now you, instead of going to Savannah, now you got to go to Miami or, or Port or maybe you know parts of Florida down there. Right. That's the only thing that would be my concerning is gas prices now. Oh, now I got to travel another 12 more hours, from Canada to, to Miami or however you know the the exact distance to go there. Those are mildly concerning that they would raise prices more. Now, again, you also have trains, you also have parts you can utilize trains. But the biggest thing I would I would be mostly concerned about is gas prices. People uh, now, my truck, if I'm, if I'm a truck driver, now I got to put more wear and tear on it just instead of going from Atlanta to Savannah, which is about four hours, now I
1: got to go twelve hours. Right, so and feel- and I mean talking about the, the the fuel, I mean the fuel is outrageous today. You know, so I mean,
0: and, and they're and they're opening these supposed reserves, and these reserves aren't even meant for that. The reserves aren't even going to do anything to try to reduce the prices. It's
1: terrible. <laughs> uh, to, you know, it's 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 becoming a laughing stock. It really is. I mean, you know, this whole you know build back better thing under Biden, it's really like you know, you know, build back broke again. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> You're I mean he. Right. I agree. He's setting us back, Chris, like, you know, decades and decades. I mean, we're not going forward with with this president. We're going backwards.
0: Exactly. And and it's a shame that we're getting this. And then not only that, but we also had this deal over in Russia about oil. And that was a terrible game. We should never have done that. And I just saw recently in an article. Russia is now reducing its gas to Europe. So what is that going to cause more? It's going to cause more problems, even getting things from Europe to ships here it's terrible you know, now that now that Russia has the power to use, to shut off and shut on whatever oil reserve they want to give it's terrible terrible dude, what's going
1: on did, did you have speaking of Russia did you happen to hear uh, the, the phone call between Biden and Putin uh, it was about a couple weeks ago I believe
0: yeah a was ridiculous Biden I mean
1: <laughs> he's putting Even his yeah, in the video there he's putting his hands up in the air and he's like "hello, hello, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. when
0: when Biden says maybe we'll meet face to face and you just see the smug look on Biden's face. I mean on
1: Putin's face like Oh, uh, Putin, God. Putin. He's got a he's got to love it right now. I mean, he's like he's looking at this president like ah, Jesus, I, he's no Tr- Donald Trump, I can tell you that. So reasoning with this guy will be extremely easy. <laughs>
0: yeah, and if, and if they if they uh, offered, if they try to take over Ukraine, it might get dangerous there. Then obviously China might take over Taiwan, which is going to be worse. Yeah. And I don't know if a lot of people know, speaking of getting shipments, Taiwan has one of the largest chipmaker and manufacturers in, this, uh, in Taiwan. And if, if China happens to take over Taiwan, now we're at the mercy of, China now with the chips too, with the cars, it's terrible.
1: Uh, it, it's 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 bad all around. It really is. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, with the supply chain crisis, to you know, the yeah. borders being open, and I mean yeah. this, and I mean it's crisis. It's one crisis after the other with this guy. Yeah.
0: You know. Yeah. I mean. And it's, it's getting terrible. It's, and and I, I remember a person talking about when Crimea got taken over by. Russia. By Russia. Now a lot of people don't uh, don't recognize Crimea as Russia, but the person said if we had a strong president, this would have never happen. At that time, it was Obama. Right now, it's the same thing. If if we have a strong president, he could he would. And nobody wants to go to war. I don't want war. I don't like war. No yeah. one wants that. But you gotta. But you gotta put your foot down against people like Putin or Xi Jinping,
1: the president well, of China. Well, China, we'll see, China. see, he he can't put his foot down chris is because you know he literally has to listen to you know the bigger uh, uh, authority so to speak in the white house because we all know chris that 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 joe is not running this show <laughs> of course of course <laughs> uh, he's made that clear several times in briefings and press conferences and everything. He's like, "Well, I got to see if I'm allowed to answer questions because if I do, I'm going to get in trouble." Exactly. From who, Joe? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> from from it's Nancy terrible. Pelosi probably? Is this is this a shadow uh, uh, government? Uh, absolutely. Is oh, Biden I
0: agree.
1: Uh, excuse me. Is is Obama uh, possibly involved? We don't yeah. know.
0: I think he is. I think Obama's people Obama and his people are running Joe Biden, just like I
1: believe Hillary Clinton people were running Obama at the time. Yeah, there was a whole um there was a whole uh, uh story on that on uh Judge Janine um about a month ago, uh with yeah. her uh, her podcast, Tunnels to Towers Foundation, uh with Judge Janine Pirro. and she had said, Who do you think is running the show at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue? Barack Obama, maybe tune in and see if what I'm saying makes sense to you. It does. Like after hearing that podcast, uh, Chris, it it started to make sense. It really. You got to listen to it because, like, what she says. Oh man, she gets into things that people just didn't. You know, I don't want to say they're stupid, but you know, common folks will, you know, will not pick up on it right away. You know what I mean? I don't know
0: if you saw the uh, interview with. Kamala Harris and Charlemagne the God he asked the same question she got heated she got really upset he said who's running the show is it Joe Manchin or is it Joe Biden she got mad oh Great. yeah
1: yeah Even I seen that. that oh god she she, she gave the uh, you know the traditional eyebrows raise in and she was like you know I was waiting for her to uh, kind of do like a cackling laugh but there was no cackling laugh there behind her yeah, yeah, that
0: was interesting. She she is a lapper, and then when she got confronted with that, she got she got her ruffles, uh, her feathered ruffled
1: that Yeah, totally yeah. Because you know, you, you know, speaking of Kamala Harris, you, you know she's a former call girl, right? Under uh, yeah. yeah, with uh, Montel Williams. A lot of people don't realize that, but yeah, she is. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's unfortunate that she got her start her way up. I guess you could say way up by sleeping with multitudes of people. And <laughs> right, it's terrible. Who wants to have a prostitute, well, or escort or whatever well, time, then it Well then
1: see, Chris, if you were yeah. to say that or question that, people will question yeah. you back and will will say, Oh well we had a former first lady that was a play by a playboy model right. you know, yeah. with Melania Trump.
0: Right. You know? Yeah, but but people don't realize <laughs> yeah, I understand, but people don't realize sleeping your way up to the top is a lot different than posing
1: on a yeah, and I'm sure. I'm sure Melania Trump didn't do that. She's very classy. She's a very classy, yeah. intelligent woman. You know. Very good.
0: Yeah, very intelligent. She knows five languages. Very sharp. Very oh yes,
1: yeah. yeah, five spoken languages. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I even read at one time where she uh, she was working. Uh, Uh, when she first came to America as a young woman uh, before she met uh, you know the Don so to speak you know she was a um, I I think she was like a waitress or something at Hooters
0: yeah
1: which was I mean wow
0: (laughs) and speaking speaking of the Don I know getting back to property management, he owns he owns real estate. He understands the real estate business. He gets back in there, and he was doing great uh, on his first term. If he gets back in there, he knows how to run America. He knows how to, if he, if he can run a commercial or a, uh, uh, his high-rise buildings all over the world, not, not just here in America, but he, I, I know he could help out with the economy, help everything get back to stable condition for the last, for the next four years. Now who, know, who knows what the next four years after that? We need yeah. someone like that. He's a business intelligent, business smart. He knows how to help the country. He knows how to help run the business and buildings. Exactly. You know,
1: as speaking of property, you know, I've gotten a couple of comments through social media um, in the last couple of days talking about property and basically touching on what you had just said, you know, uh, about Donald Trump possibly winning the twenty twenty four ticket as president. You know, is do you think that's what we need as a president? To, I mean, because that's one of our that's one of our struggles right now with uh, property management and uh, infrastructure. Do you think Donald Trump can clean up the infrastructure, the property uh, management uh, scenario that goes along with it, and then also to everything else? Do you think he can, you know, he can clean everything up once again?
0: Oh, I definitely think he—he he has the mindset. He knows who to contact. He knows how to do it. He—he he can do it. i, I know he—if he can run a business, and uh, other properties, I know he has the uh, mindset. He has the people, the, the what people, uh, the people who to hire. Right. He can easily help America get back onto uh, back onto a better stream where we are now, unfortunately. And, and he was doing a great job by also cleaning out the swamp here and there. I mean. Fortunately, we had Fauci, and he's, everybody knows he's not as good as an uh, upright as he, I mean, he's a terrible guy, but, I mean, he, he was slowly eventually starting to wean out the swamp and getting rid of the good, getting rid of the bad people and bringing the good people in. Right. We had Ben Carson in there, and we had uh, some great people that knew what they were doing, knew how to handle the property, the business, I mean, handle the country and people problem, uh, the other bigger problem was he had the mainstream media against them, uh, they were spreading their propaganda their lies all the time, which is unfortunate, and that's something we, that we do not need to have you gotta challenge the press, just they and I don't mind checks and balances, you always need to check the just like the Constitution, what we want there but yeah the press wants you to fail, then you're what are you going to expect? Exactly,
1: and you know, I, I kind of touched on the uh, the press uh, a couple nights ago, uh, this past uh, Monday night actually, I had a, um, believe it or not, I had, actually this is a first, I've been wanting to have uh, someone that represents law and order, and I uh, had a correctional officer Monday night, um, and we were like getting into the corruption with uh, the media, we were getting into just violence spikes here in America and I mean you know for somebody that sees it every single day I mean <laughs> he, he yeah. nailed it pretty much <laughs> yeah and, and, and it's
0: unfortunate you're in the Atlanta area it's unfortunate even Buckhead Buckhead is known as the wealthier ritzier area now right to be a lot of issues there that we see and that also goes with property management uh, if why would I want to go to a work go to a building that's going to have protest or- Violence and people throwing, breaking windows, and we you know, have Buckhead one of the highest now starting to become one of the highest crime rates. They want to even break off, and become their own city.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say that. God, you nailed this. You you nailed the, uh, the 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 nail right into the coffin there because I was literally right about to say that right right before you said. Yeah, is isn't Buckhead gonna be basically trying to you know uh create their own city, their own like town, so to speak?
0: That is, that is correct. They want to make their own city. They just as uh, I don't know if you were here in the Atlanta area. Sandy Springs did the same thing too. Sandy, Sandy
1: Springs, yes, yes. The the, the north, north was that northeast corridor of Atlanta, right? right.
0: Yeah. yeah, And they want to break off and become their own. And and Sandy Springs, to their credit, they're doing a lot of private hiring, a lot of private people to build instead of government people to do roads and things like that. That's pretty. That's pretty intelligent to do that instead of hiring all these. Government bureaucracies the get their hands dirty and grease them and say, "Oh, well, give me an extra more money," and I'll you know it's terrible to have to do well,
1: that. To have the same well, 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 Chris, you know Atlanta is trying to mimic a lot of the Northeast. You know, like because every time you you, you know, I live very very close to the uh, mid uh, midtown. I, I mean, I'm pretty much on the outskirts of it. Um, yeah. You know, every time I see Atlanta, it reminds me of a mixture of um, Queens, New York, and South Atlanta—a mixture of Boston, Massachusetts, and a little bit of South Philly. I think they're trying to image the the, the Northeast. I think that's what yeah. they're trying to, you know, they're trying to attract that 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 Northeast, you know, type of person. You know, the Northern East. You know, they're trying to attract that. You know, I think that's what they're trying to create. You know, yeah. a second New York.
0: And it's interesting you say that We're, since New York is having a lot of their mandates and a lot of issues and crime and shutting down, a lot of people
1: from New York and Massachusetts and Illinois, they're starting to move down. To- they're all coming down. Yeah, they're like they're, they're, they're fed up with, you know, well, well, then the uh, the Cuomo era of, of the governor, yeah. you know, of yeah. New York. You know, they're, they're tired of that. The lockdowns, the the dictating, the, you know, oh, you need to show us your papers before you go into a restaurant. And then after that, you can do whatever the hell you please. You're telling me before I have a freaking juicy—excuse my language, but I'll say it—you know—a juicy fucking uh, burger. I'll have to show you my papers. This isn't Nazi Germany. What the hell is going on here?
0: <laughs> exactly. And I don't—I don't know why they want to push that. I don't know why they want to push mandating giving shots. That's, that's not. Uh... It, you know, it's funny they never reacted this way from pneumonia. They never reacted this way from the flu. And blue. you
1: know, it's it's like what the hell is? Yeah, n- none of that. None of that. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. this is like the new norm. Like you, you know, like yeah. I went to um, I went to uh, Dallas, Texas uh, this past summer in July, right? And uh, everything was normal in Dallas, right? We didn't have to show papers, and I, and this was in the middle. Of the pandemic, right? The middle of everything, right? We w- we walked into that stadium, right? Uh, went yeah. with my cousin, uh, Derek. We went to go see uh, WWE Monday Night Raw. So they didn't ask us for papers. They didn't ask us for vaccination cards. None of that shit. It was normal. I was like, whoa, what country am I in? <laughs>
0: exactly. Or well, you don't have to wear the mask sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then fast forward later... You know, because I love to travel when I can. You know, I go over to um, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, right? Yeah. Oh no, I had to. I had to show either a vaccination card or a negative test. But the negative test had to be within the last three days. I'm yeah. like, oh, I must be in a liberal state then. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or a liberal city, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a shame that they want to force that, even even in the property management industry. Uh, there, there, there are signs now uh, saying you gotta wear the mask, or even tenants will say we want you to wear the mask, or even they had that warning. You know, the building is not liable for having. Were you getting COVID? And I thought you know all the things. You, you could, you could trip and fall. You could walk out and accidentally get hit by a bus.
1: And yeah this, and it's it's ridiculous. You know, and there's so many health factors, like you speak touching on health factors with the masks and stuff like that. There's so many health factors behind this mask that literally people don't realize. I mean, you know, there's, the media is not even touching on this, Chris, and it's actually a proven fact that, do you know, the elderly are literally passing out from just literally wearing these things, like, like... Day in and day not, day out, you know, it's like they're passing out. They're not passing out because, you know, like they're well, they're old, yeah, with all due respect, but they're passing out because one, they're old, and two, like they they they're, like their their oxygen levels are so much different from ours, you know.
0: And so it decreases it also reducing like you're saying the amount of oxygen they're able to
1: breathe. Yeah, and then even people too, like I've seen people as young as like. 25 30 years old just literally passing out they're passing out because you know the science behind this you're breathing in your own co2 carbon dioxide level you know and it's the masks is like like it's like a funnel it's like a vacuum it's just going around and around and around our bodies are not designed that way chris
0: and it's interesting you say that there was a study in denmark and there was a study in bangladesh they both proved about you're only you're only safe about twenty three percent of getting the virus, so it pr- basically shows that masks don't help. So nah. but yeah, here we are. Like you said, I, I've I've even seen, and you probably have seen it in Buckhead and Midtown. I've seen people outside. Or exercising running and they have a mask, they the door, it a mask on,
1: it's the mo- it's the most funniest thing i ever seen i see that too all the time on the belt line there's people jogging on the belt line it's like they're wearing their masks some of them were wearing two masks some of them were wearing the face goggles i'm like these people look like space aliens or something
0: yeah, exactly. I-, I-, I can't imagine what people think in 20 30 50 years, and say, well, these people were a
1: bunch of loonies, but we're I mean, we we thought that, hey, we thought the hippies were uh, kind of funny. God, I think this tops them all, right? Yeah, it
0: does. I think you're right. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, and I'm going to butcher this. Uh, I remember it's, I believe it's Thomas Jefferson. He said he'd rather live free and, again, I'm butchering the quote. Go ahead. It's something, it's something like, uh, I'd rather live free and dangerously than and live uh, safe and secure, meaning, meaning you're going to you're gonna face dangers and freedom, and you're going to overcome, or there may be things you may not overcome, but you're, you're ultimately he's trying to say, it's dangerous world out there, I should have the right, I'm going to have the right to do that, instead of being so secure and afraid and locked down, and think, come on, this he's right, you can't be afraid of every single thing. I I remember when the, the terrorist attacks had always had the levels. Today is level orange. Today is level. I was thinking about that, and compared it to this era, and I thought, "Yeah, oh, what were we supposed to do when it was level
1: orange? Just stay in
0: our house and huddle down and uh, I'm, I'm, our
1: fingernails." I, I'm uh, telling you, Chris, the fear mongering in this country is, is 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 crazy. I've never seen it in my lifetime. You know, like, yeah, I mean, I, God, like, even my grandparents, if they were still alive, they would be like whoa this tops out the shit that we've seen in our day i mean i mean it's crazy the fear-mongering you know i want to bring in this next topic here but before i bring it in chris i want to take a quick little break so um uh we'll be right back guys don't go anywhere we got on the phone uh today here on the show uh chris eggins he's a uh property manager we'll be right back after these words guys don't go anywhere All right, guys, we got on the phone here. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. We got on the show here. Hey! Easy way to make cash. Sign up
0: directly on the app. Use your own hours. Get paid to deliver on your time. There are opportunities in over 7,000 cities. Keep 100% of your tips. Download
1: the DoorDash driver app and get started today. Patriot Unfiltered Raw. All right, guys. Welcome back to the show of shows. Welcome back to the Patriot Angle podcast. Um we have on the phone Chris Edgins an Atlanta area expert in property management. Here we go guys.
0: The Patriot Angle podcast on demand.
1: Yeah, I mean, but uh, where, where were we? I lost base. We were talking about something, you know. See, see, you get so excited sometimes, and you forget what the hell you're talking about. You're talking about the fearmongering. The fearmonger. There you go. The fearmonger. You know, it's like the fearmongering in this country, Chris. It's it's terrible. It really is. It,
0: you it, know, it's a, it's a shame that I hate to use this term, but it almost seems to come. We've become what's We've become. I know, I know not everybody. I know it's not everybody. I'm just using it almost seems the government. Uh, oh, Fauci said this, so we need to do that. And they Even though we flip flops, yeah, all time, he'll flip flop, and then the news just hovers over this, and they just and they'll play little sound bites all the time, saying Fauci saying this, Fauci saying that. You have all these talking heads.
1: Yeah, you you know what? You know what gets me, and and this is it. This is proven. So. Facebook, Zuckerberg, Instagram. If you want to fact check me, get ahead. I can care less. But guess what? If you do fact check me, this is going to basically backlash you right in the ass. Okay? Exactly. This is what I'm about to say. You have, throughout the entire summer of last year, up until quite recently, Chris, if you you recognized it on uh, mainstream media, they would put up these, like, uh, COVID scoreboards, they were called, right? Yep. And each day, uh, sometimes a couple times during the day, they would put up the scoreboard, and it would show you the total cases uh, in the country, the total deaths in the country at that time, and then it would go by state by state by state, sometimes county by county, city by city. You kind of get what I'm getting at. But yep. here's the thing. Okay, death uh, um, analysis, statistics, right, take more than 24 hours to label uh, somebody as dead, right? The autopsy, the entire scenario, okay, it it takes more than 24 hours. Usually, to pronounce somebody as dead, whether they died from a heart attack or heart failure, diabetes, Whatever, cancer. Um, They don't release it uh, in the medical records after 24 hours. It's usually about like four to five days, sometimes a week, depending on the hospital itself, right? So my question is, how in the hell did mainstream media get the total cases, COVID cases, and total deaths um, each day like that? With a snap of a finger. How the hell did they... Because... <laughs> I mean...
0: I, I personally think that was a propaganda to try to make Trump look bad. Saying, look, under Trump, this many people... That's my opinion. Uh, I, I, it's funny you say that because I, I remember there were cases. A case in Florida and a guy died from a motorcycle accident. And I, I don't know why they released this. I know people, when they die, I understand that people want their privacy. Right. But the hospital said... He died of COVID, even though he died of a car accident, of a, of a motorcycle accident. And it's it's unfortunate that I remember I knew a guy whose wife in the property management industry, his wife worked in the hospital in North Georgia, or North Atlanta, Georgia. He would say that, he, that the hospital would get more money if someone died from COVID. Now, how terrible is that to say, oh, even though he died of a heart attack, yeah. he died in a car accident, or he died falling off a roof of a ladder. And, and yet he, he had COVID, they were put that just for money. Yeah, you're right. I don't know how the news media could get supposedly
1: It's impossible. It really is. It's impossible. The only way the only way you can get that information, uh, Chris, is you know, you know, through medical records but it takes more than 24 hours. I mean, you were seeing these scoreboards. They, they call them that. I'm not making this word up. It's actually it's what it was called. It's called, you know, the COVID scoreboards, right? And I mean, they were posting this like literally, like sometimes a couple times a day. They were doing it every day. Everybody was doing it Fox, uh, CNN, MSNBC. They were all doing it. And then miraculously, you notice like, I think like the last couple months, maybe like. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's like I think they stopped doing it around like July or August of this year. They just yeah, stopped it doing it. They, they don't, don't, or they don't do it enough as they used to do it.
0: Yeah, it almost seemed to stop doing it when Biden got uh, into power. It would have seemed like to me. Uh, again, I, I I didn't watch every single mainstream media. I didn't
1: want. <laughs> yeah trust me I I try not to follow the news because you you don't get you know you only get like one side of the story I mean you know it's not like the old school news from the you know when I grew up in the 80s you know the early 90s like that's when the news was the news you know like your mother woke up in the morning made a cup of coffee you know and yeah it's just you know they show you the local on the eights and the local news you didn't have all this division and yeah. crazy and you
0: didn't have people put their opinions in a story all I to just do, even here, and you, know, you probably see it locally, even locally here in Atlanta, I see people in putting their own opinions. And, oh, I don't want your opinion. Just give me the what happened, what
1: happened. Exactly. I mean, you see that mainly in and CNN, you know, like Anderson Cooper and, you know, even former Chris Cuomo that was just, you know, basically can from CNN. I mean, uh, <laughs> They all they all they oh Trump is this and Trump is that and you know, they, they praise Biden like he's the miracle worker of, of it all, you know, and
0: Yeah. It's it's a shame. It's a shame. Again, that shows you when you have mainstream media on your side. They they even did it to Sarah Palin. They were they were doing that to Sarah Palin and John McCain. They were I mean they I don't think John McCain was uh, I think he was a little bit more center than, uh, than a lot of people think. Even Sarah Palin yeah. They were just doing that to her. there were things they would make up. Even sat on live, people would say, Well she said this, but sat on live they said it. They would Well Yeah, say that. that's nice. lies. <laughs> yeah the mainstream media unfortunately, if if they're if you're for trunk, they always like to say you're racist or racist Right. Or they like to even if even if you have you know, you're not that way. They just like to throw that out there, and they use that. They use those words so much, it almost becomes useless. You know, if you would say you were, if someone said they're rapist, rapist, that's pretty alarming. You think, wow, that guy's a rapist. That friend's a rapist. Yeah, you con- use it constantly. Use it. The word doles out. And you think, okay, well, that. It almost seems like
1: it does that. You know, it all boils down to Chris. Is you know, you have an out. You had an outsider. By the name of Donald J. Trump, right, that was a businessman that knew everything inside and out about everything about business, right? You had uh, a man that said, you know, if you're going to run this country, you need to run it as a business because basically it is a business. You know, this country is in business from the taxpayer, you know the taxpayer pays its due to the to the uh, the federal employee uh, uh, government, right? That's how they make their money. So if you if you know, just call it as it is. You know, you had a businessman named Donald Trump that was doing things that no other politician has done ever. And what did it do to the radical left? It stirred some waves, right? I mean, they're like, whoa, this shit's never gone on before, ever. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and just, just as John uh, Kennedy said, ask what you can do for your country. They work for us. We don't work for them. Yeah.
0: They, we, we hold them accountable. We're not just... I, I got I got so discouraged about that uh, senator. His name was Swalwell, Saul, uh, and he slept with a Chinese spy. And yet he's not kicked out of Congress. They still, and I thought like, this guy slept with a a Chinese spy, and she's gone. Yeah. And, and the news doesn't talk about it. He's he,
1: now, if that would have happened under Trump era, Oh era, God, so. media. Yeah, the red flags would be going up, and that, the yeah, media wouldn't yeah. shut up about it. Really. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's, it's just like the Steele dossier. They kept going on about that. And then they came out and that was a lie, and it's so sad that the news media kept pushing this Steele dossier. he's in, He's in bed with Russia.
1: He's in yeah. With Russia. And, they, you, know, you know, they don't do a damn thing with, with Biden. They they're, they're prote- exactly. they protect them on everything. Exactly. Even Hunter Biden. All the shady things he Oh, the, the, the laptop thing. and the, you know, the, yeah. the, the corny-ass uh, uh, paintings that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I seen that. It was like, oh, my God. Like, this dude is selling... And they're not good. Have you seen his paintings?
0: Yeah, yeah they're terrible. Could you imagine if that was... Uh, <laughs> Trump's son. I mean, the news media would be, you would hear about
1: that. They would, they, they would be asking Donald Trump if uh, if Baron Trump is uh, is mentally retarded because of the paintings. You know, there's something stupid like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: And I don't know if you've seen how uh, how Hunter Biden was painting. He actually had the painting on the, like he was coloring. You don't paint that way. You paint on an easel. On what are you painting you
1: paint <laughs> down Chris, that just shows you an inexperienced uh, artist. That's what it is. I mean, he's no—he's no. Uh, he's no uh, who's the famous uh, painter? Remember that the guy that would be drawing and stuff like that. Oh, Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross. He'd be fucking making like mountains and everything of like Mount Elness and uh, Mount Elner and you know the the Rocky Mountains and you know all these beautiful paintings. I could imagine Hunter Biden trying to paint <laughs> Mount Rushmore or something like that, like you know, majestic or something, you know, I'd be like, I just painted Mount Rushmore and look at my next painting's gonna be Stone Mountain, Georgia. Look, I got, I got Ulysses Grant's head like just perfect. Uh, Stonewall Jackson, and he he wasn't really designed to be like that. He really was designed to be like that. It's like, Jesus Christ, man, you're screwing up fucking Stone Mountain, man. <laughs> I'm
0: sure if Hunter painted uh, Mount Rushmore, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't even know what presidents were on there. Probably just put some, you, uh, you,
1: you would, I mean, you would even like you could Google it to him, and he probably would like screw it up. You know, I mean, I, I think screw ups actually run in the Biden family. I mean, you know, it's like
0: <laughs> it's sad. I mean, no, no one wants. I understand they're gonna leave it to be for family, and, and, and no, it's sad what happened to his family. I don't know if you saw the story with uh, Project Veritas and the and the, uh, and the diary from Bidens. So, daughters and just the drug use that's in
1: their family. Oh my god, it's like, you know, I I, I do I I do I feel I it's it's awful. You know, like
0: Chris why would someone want why would we elect and I'm not saying we, but why would the people want to elect someone like that? I remember when John was running, everybody kept saying he's too old. When Bush messes up a word and the news media was always on it. Look at him messing up this word. But when Biden messes up a word or says he's too old not one word.
1: Oh, no. They, they don't say a damn thing. There's silence. There's literally, literally crickets in the background. Like, the media doesn't exactly. do anything. And then, oh, God, when they try to question it, Chris, like, they'll question Jen Psaki, right? Peppermint Patty there. They'll question Peppermint yeah. Patty, and, and, oh, God, she, she goes on de- defense mode. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, she, she would not like, I'm uh, drawing a blank, but the, the last one that Trump had, she was one of the best uh speakers that we had before. Oh,
1: Kaylee Manacini, oh a freaking yeah. powerhouse literally. I mean, you know, they were all good. Uh uh Sarah Huckabee Sanders, um yeah. the only one that I didn't really like that he, I think even Trump was scratching his head like what the fuck did I just you know, was was Sean Spicer. I I didn't like yeah. him. I thought he was weak. Yeah. I thought he he couldn't tackle the press as right. much as, you know, um Monacony and uh, Huckabee Sanders you know exactly. they really tackled the press the way they should
0: yeah I agree I completely agree they, I agree with Spicer he, he didn't seem as confident
1: I don't think he was I, I don't I I don't really think he enjoyed his job you know like he, he had like this look on his face every time when he got in front of the, the press where he was like oh god get it over with <laughs> you know yeah. you know yeah. But this Jen Psaki woman, it's like sometimes like every single time when they question him or question her or question him, it does look like a him, but I got to be nice. But when they question her, she automatically says, well, in the previous administration, you can go back to the previous administration. Lady, we're not talking about the previous administration. We're talking about the current administration, Joe's Build Back Better plan. Like what? What, what it said it, right? It's interesting you say that. I know even even when Obama was in
0: power, he would always say, "Well, the previous administration did that." No one ever takes responsibility. No one ever. Does. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, Trump. Trump always. Would, he would say, "We're doing this. We're doing this." You know, but it almost seemed that the Democrat Party would say, well, the, they would always blame the last administration. You think you're, like you're saying, we're now, what, almost two years, almost into his administration or a year, and now we're, now
1: you're going to Well, we're going now. into two years, yeah, because, yeah, you go from January to January, yeah, that's about, yeah, it's going into two years. Yeah, you're right.
0: So how long are we going to, how long are the, I know, I'm speaking sarcastically, I don't know, how long are they going to continue? the last administration until they start to take responsibility. I mean,
1: look at—we got inflation, we got gas prices going not blame, <laughs> you, blame you know, Chris, they're gonna—they're gonna go into this thing like literally right into the midterms, probably right into the general election of twenty twenty-four because that's—that's that's the only platform that they have. They—they they can't deliver to the people. They have nothing to give to the people besides inflation, high gas prices, high un, uh, unemployment. Right. Joe's saying, oh, we're creating jobs. What jobs? You're opening businesses back up, Joe. You're not creating jobs. People are going back to work because they were stuck on freaking unemployment for the last two years. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like we're doing so much better than Trump. Uh, yeah, well, Trump secured our border, had low, uh, low unemployment, great jobs, uh, a strong military. What are you doing, Joe?
0: some stores and grocery stores and it's not there and the, the, another issue that
1: going you know, to Joe Biden another check mark they it's one. sad too because they can't afford to yeah. pay these high amount of uh, insurance rate insurance is, is, is I heard from property I have other friends in the property management business and you know and even in property itself real, uh, real estate where they're saying that some of these businesses they're closing down, Chris, because they can't afford the uh, the lease or the mortgage on on the bill.
0: Exactly, it's it's, it's terrible what's going on with a lot of this. The, you, you got utilities going up, and tenants have to pay for that. Uh, resident shopping centers, you got like utilities, you got supply and demand. Now, like you say, gas prices are going up. You've got to get this part. To this I
1: place. mean, yeah. I mean, you you look at New York. Look what Chris, uh, Chris, look at Anthony uh, Cuomo, look what he did to his state, destroyed yeah. small business. Yeah, destroyed small business. Destroyed, destroyed it. Blood. These these restaurants, Chris, will never come back. Five-star restaurants, steakhouses, you name it, yeah. they will never come back.
0: Did, did I? i may be butchering this. Did I read that uh, Gordon Ramsay is leaving too? Was that L.A. or he's leaving one of those, either L.A. or or New York because of again because he can't find places? I, I saw rapper Fifty Cent is leaving uh, New York to go to Texas. It's it's
1: crazy. How oh yeah, I I mean yeah, I I I read yeah you're right about that. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay is actually he's um, he's looking at other avenues. He hasn't really made clear of what he what he's planning on doing. But he is looking at other avenues on what what he should do. I mean, I mean, I've heard rumors of him actually just just leaving what he's doing and actually going into uh, a kind of you know my line of work, podcasting here, and just creating like cooking podcasts, you know, because he doesn't know what else to do.
0: As uh, Tesla leaving California, look, I mean, look, I don't know if you saw recently, California break-ins are so bad, people are leaving their doors and their. Uh their tail, the back of their trunks open so people that don't get broken windows. yeah They're leaving it open on purpose.
1: It, it's bad, yeah. We're, I, I was just talking with, um, uh, this past Monday, I was talking with, the, uh, with uh, Scott, the correctional officer that came on my uh, show, and he, he, he agreed with me. The, the break-ins, the violence, the, it's, 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 it's at historic highs. I mean, yeah, it, I it's It's I out of control.
0: Am I going to open up a store at a shopping center and risk, for example, California, if it's about $1,000 or less, they're not going to press charges. Am I going to, am I going to willing to open up a store Well, they,
1: they can't press charges because then you're, then you're being unfair, Chris, right, to the homeless population. Yeah. God forbid, we have to be nice to the homeless population because San Francisco and others have the highest rate of homeless. Even, exactly. even in Atlanta, here in Atlanta, the homeless is out of control. It's just bad here. It's very bad. Why I mean, it? I was stepping out of my condo the other day because I live in uh, the eastern, oh, excuse me, the, the western part of the city, a little section called Atlantic Station, and um, I'm stepping out of the condo one day. You know, to go over to the garage, and I damn near almost tripped over a a, a, a damn bum. I mean I I I'm, I'm saying those names, but it's true. No, it's sad in the city especially Keisha Lane's Bottom, she is not a good mayor. Oh, she's getting out, Chris, by the way. She's uh yeah. she she said she's not she's not running for uh for for yeah. for mayor anymore. She can't do it. She uh, yeah, she's caused more problems in Atlanta, she, she's caused more issues. With, with everything. The police and everything. The police I yeah. some of them, they can't stand her. Yeah, and, and with the riots them. last year, Chris, she didn't do yeah. a damn thing with the riots, the it's Black true. Lives Matter rioting and all that. Exactly,
0: and, and it's almost the uh, the mob mentality. She let the mob. I, I always call it the Pontius Pilot when Pontius Pilot said, "Oh, yeah." He, uh, he, he caved into the mob and didn't do the right. Well, even what his wife wanted, and Pontius Pilot's wife wanted him to do.
1: Yeah, she caved into the mob, and that's a bad thing to do. I mean, you know, know. Our, our great our great governor. Uh, well, he's. Uh, let me rephrase that. He's no, uh, he's he's no Ron DeSantis. Okay, um, if we can have another Ron DeSantis, oh God, that would make my day. It really would. But you know, Brian Kemp even tried to reason with Keisha Lance Bottoms, and and she she wouldn't have it. Exactly. You know, it, I mean, you know, you got a Republican go- uh, um, governor, right? Um, Brian Kemp trying to reason. With a liberal mayor. Because she is. She's liberal as hell. Yeah, she's probably more
0: progressive or socialist.
1: You know, she, she was all there for like the, uh, you know, like, oh, the Black Lives Matter. You can't call them terrorists. They're not terrorists. They're just protesters. Oh, oh, okay, lady. So that protester just burnt down a freaking police car in Midtown Atlanta. That's not a terrorist? That's a pro- that's a peaceful protester? Oh, okay. That Black Lives Matter just broke uh, a couple windows in downtown. That's not a terrorist? Come on, call it as it is.
0: There's a restaurant I like to frequent. It's uh, Twin Peaks, and driving there sometimes you will see uh, boarded up places. And you think, come on, they and, and at the Kroger across the street over there, and it's just so sad that and banks and they would board up these windows. And you think, this is because of Black Lives Matter. And, yeah. You know, window up there
1: going to do anything. You know, you know, uh, you know I, I know that location because that's like in the prestige, um area of uh, Lindbergh uh, slash Buckhead area. Beautiful area, by the way. I've been through it. Uh, you know, it's gorgeous. And it's yeah. becoming very, um, I hate to use these words, Chris, but very slumish. It is. It is unfortunate. It is very, it, you know. Again, Buckhead. And if they're not willing to. Yeah. Uh, you go down the road a couple, yeah, drive down the road a little bit over towards Limburg and oh my God, the Kroger over there, the the homeless, I mean, it's they're taking over. I don't have anything against homeless people, Chris, but they the, the city has to do more for them, because if they don't, they're going to look like Nancy Pelosi's district of San Francisco. It's good. The homeless are going to take over the damn city, and they're going to be, I mean, tent after tent after tent. You see the tents piling up in South Atlanta over by um, over by downtown, uh, right by the uh, overheads. It's terrible. They should do more. Get these people off the streets. They don't belong in society. I hate saying those words, but they don't because... They have mental illness, and they have to be corrected. I completely agree. And even working in the property management industry, I run across a lot of homeless. They break windows. They don't care. They try to uh, it's, it's a lot of it's copper d- Yeah. The you know, and yeah. and there's so much help out there. There's, I mean, we have so many shelters in this city, yeah. you know, okay. so many services. Get the services for them. Get the help. I mean, you, uh, God, the, the, the people want to enjoy themselves. They can't even go down to uh, Centennial Park in downtown Atlanta without having a homeless person harassing the hell out of them. Hey, man, you got a couple of dollars? Hey, man, you got... Okay. Leave me alone. I want to enjoy my time with my family. You know what I mean?
0: We're walking down there and, and the smell of
1: Yara. And come on, I don't want to smell that down here. You exactly. Smell. I mean, you know... It, it, could you, you imagine? I sometimes I have to walk, uh, look at look at the sidewalk instead of looking straight, make sure I don't step on a freaking dirty needle or something. You know what I mean?
0: On some, it's it's even in the bacon space. You're not used to it. You think a bacon space is going to be long. You're ready to get show show for a prospect. And yeah,
1: it's it's, it's crazy. I mean, you know, with the with the guest I had on Monday, he told he tells me the same thing. Like where he's from, you know, like they're constantly arresting the same offenders and it's all petty shit it's like you know whether it's drug charges or just you know people breaking in and mainly it's a lot of homeless he said lately and he says you know it it has to stop like you know like this becoming an everyday problem you know our prison system is filling up with just all this the same stuff yeah
0: if we have a weak mayor a weak governor and they're just gonna let the homeless people walk all over and like you said it's gonna San Francisco or in Austin, Texas or New York, you know, it's going to be bad and they just don't
1: care. Well, New York is becoming paradise pretty much if you think about it. For years, decades, New York used to have the highest homeless rate. Do you know that San Francisco, San Francisco and I believe it, who else was it? It was San Francisco, there was another city, oh, uh, Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida, and San Francisco are the top two for homeless in the entire country. New York City used to be top, it used to have its own chart for decades, not anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's interesting how, even even look at Detroit, even Detroit used to be in the 80s when I was growing up, it used to be one of the most uh, criminal and, and robbed plays now. And yeah. Not even that way. You know, that, oh, that Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing it in Jersey. I mean, I grew up in New Jersey and spent a lot of my time in uh, lower Manhattan before I moved down. Uh, you know, eventually I lived in Florida for like uh, about 14 years down in uh, Fort Lauderdale area, Miami. And then I moved here to Georgia about th- uh, three years ago. And I remember as a kid in New Jersey. Oh, my God. I mean, I was just a little kid. I would always ask my mom, you know, Bob, what's, what's wrong with that man? Why is he sleeping on the bench? Like, you know, like, like five, six years old. I didn't know anything. <laughs> about it, you know.
0: I, I'm like you. I don't even give the homeless money. I don't want to be responsible because what if he takes the money? I, I, I used to feel sorry that, like, I used to feel a lot more sorry for him. Back yeah. To all the encounters I'm yeah. I, I don't give money. Why? Why enable them to go buy?
1: I, even... Exactly. You're enabling them to go buy liquor or drugs. You know, if I'm going to give you money, I'd rather have, you know, the five or ten dollars go to a cup of coffee, a bagel, something to put food. Nourishment in your body.
0: Yeah. You know? I've I've had people, I've had homeless people actually come up to me and say they need alcohol. Can I have money? They would actually be that blunt. Oh, they were really
1: honest with you, huh? And I thought, thought even nowadays, people don't really carry money anymore much. And if it's going to come to digital currency or crypto, that might be interesting as well. I, I don't believe in that crypto. I think it's garbage. It doesn't have any true value. You know, gold. That's a different story. That has value, right? It's a it's a mineral from uh you know, yeah, from the earth. I mean, it's it's true value. That crypto garbage, that's that's digital I don't yeah, I don't follow that crap.
0: Yeah, I agree. I like how I know it used to be the dollar used to have a gold standard, I know it's not. I like I wish we were back on the gold standard.
1: Uh my friend, we will not go back to the gold standard under this administration. I'm sorry to say that. Uh, you know, maybe if, if if Trump gets elected in twenty twenty four, God willing, uh, it, it, we may. But uh, we're, we're we got about two minutes here left on the show. Um, that will be actually revealed that I got I got a book coming out uh, actually uh, believe it or not, folks. Yeah, I have a book coming out in February, uh, being labeled, and it's only going to be available on Amazon uh, Kindle, and it's uh, the book's entitled. Can we survive after Biden? The million-dollar question, right? Happy. <laughs> I mean, You're right. Million-dollar question. Can we can we survive after Biden? You know, I mean, can can America literally? Are we going to have a nation in 2024 after Biden? I mean, hopefully, hopefully, he doesn't get reelected. A lot of people are like, Mike, it might not last until 2024. I know it's just crazy, but uh, we got about uh, about forty seconds left, Chris. You wanna you wanna say anything before we close it out, or
0: I, I just want to thank you for your time. I, I could talk to you for, uh, probably for hours
1: and hours. Well, so you know, I'd Chris, we it. can do like a six hour podcast, but I would need a couple of beers and a and a burger. You know what I mean? Before we do that, <laughs> I agree. That,
0: but I uh, really appreciate the time you take to talk to me. It meant a lot.
1: I appreciate you yeah, being on the show. It's been a hot minute since I had you on here, you know, but <laughs> Yeah. I,
0: I, yeah, I would love to come back anytime,
1: I Yeah, any anytime. yeah, you're more than welcome. But uh thank with that man. being said, thank, thank you for joining us, Chris. It's been an honor, man.
0: Thank you here. I appreciate
1: it. All right, buddy. All right, take it easy.
0: Bye.
1: Bye. All right, guys, you just heard uh Chris Eggins, uh property manager Of the Atlanta, Georgia area. It's been a privilege to have him on my show. I had him on my show uh, a while back. It's been, like I said, a hot minute since I've had him on this show. Always a privilege and an honor to have this guy, this dude on my show. Got a lot of knowledge, I tell you. He knows everything about the uh, property industry. Sees where our country's going with this craziness and madness of Joseph Biden. Oh boy, I tell you. But that's another note guys Um, Also too guys If you heard on my podcast a couple minutes ago I will be having a book coming out In February Don't have a release date yet In February But it's going to be around February The book entitled And only available on Amazon Kindle Okay Can we survive after Biden Well can we That's the million dollar question right Can we survive after Joe Biden? Are we going to have a nation after Joe Biden? What is America going to look like in 2024? Hopefully a better America. With that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Patriot Unfiltered Raw. A host like no other. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast, an anchor platform.